Come on, Freddy. Welcome back to another episode of Casi Adulting, el podcast. I'm Fatima with Anais, your favorite co-host of your favorite podcast every week. Stay tuned in. Um, We're excited to be back. We've had a few guest episodes, but now it's back to just the two of us. So Anais, how are you, girly? I am great. I'm so glad to be back in the OG, the OG way. I don't want to say the OG recipe because I find myself using a lot of the toast lingo and like that's not what this is. This is not the toast. Um, But I love the toast to Jewish queens. Anyway, I'm good. It's been, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I feel like I haven't said my my things on here in five ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I wore my Gassi Adulting sweatshirt. Um, we have merch, um, not for sale, but we do own Gassi Adulting merch. So let us know if we should make that a thing. But I wore it to the office. I went to the office. I only go like I told myself when I started working, I'd go three times a week. No, um, I went in on Wednesday because I needed to, and no one said what's Gassi Adulting. No one wow. had my sweater, and I was, I was like, this is rude. Like. I thought as it's a whole like everyone there. No one speaks English. We all speak Spanish. There's cafecito, at, you know, after lunch and before lunch and all that. Not a single person. I thought we all help each other out and we all rise together. Wow, so, I'm very disappointed. But it's <laughs> <laughs> hashtag canceled. Hashtag do better. Hashtag listen and learn. Period. What is it? Call call them in, not call them out. I haven't heard that one. We don't really have an HR or anything like that. We already, like, honestly, at my company, diversity would be including a white person. (laughs) Like, if you don't speak Spanish, like, you're the odd one out. Like, we don't have that problem. Oh, and happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. It's officially February. Um, We hope that we can have a guest um, to speak on their experience, but... At the minimum, we will be sharing stuff on social media. So keep an eye so out. So if you know anyone, an influencer, blogger, or just a normal everyday person who likes to talk, let us know. We would love to have them on the podcast. Um, and I'm asking my community for help. If you know of a really good brand that has celebrated Black History Month and posted it on their social media, please let me know because I am I have to come up with a post the sooner the better because I don't want it to do it like February 28th, 29th um, to celebrate Black History. And it's just been a little tough. I don't want to just put Happy Black History Month. I want to celebrate some brands. So if you know any snack brands that are Black-owned businesses, hit up my line. I would love to put them on my job's um, Instagram page and celebrate them like that. But that's kind of the only idea I have right now. So It's a good one. How are you? I feel like a zombie today. Um, I was telling Anais that I slept for, I don't even know, like 10 hours yesterday. (laughs) But the reason is I saw the three Latin kings 
the trilogy tour, Mr. 305, Ricky Martin, Enrique Iglesias. They slayed. They slayed the house boots down. Like, I they was They really missed an opportunity to call that tour Los Reyes. I know. That's what I kept saying. I was like, Los Tres Reyes. Um, Yeah, they freaking killed it. Like, I loved it. It was so good. Um, I, you know, at first I was a little bit like, I don't know what Enrique is bringing, you know, because his vibe is so like chill, but he brought it. He really did. I really liked it. Um, Pitbull, of course, like amazing banger after banger. His dancers are amazing too. And then Ricky, you already know, like that man slays. He was dancing, his outfit slayed. I was into it. So that was good. But also, I guess I can't hang anymore because I drank and I came home late on a Wednesday night. And then I was fighting for my life at work the next day. So that's why I slept a long time yesterday. But we made it through the week. Um, it's also, Friday. To the same concert in Fort Lauderdale in March. My mom got us tickets for Christmas. And I am Slay. so I can't wait. I just know, like, Enrique Iglesias, like, I feel like he's kind of the baby of the group. I could see him kind of being a little whiny, a little, but I'm excited to see him. Pitbull, I just, I have the, my best friend and I, we always say that speech that he has on TikTok. Like, yes. Kind of forgot I was her. hoping he did it at the concert, but he didn't, but, oh. you know. And then Ricky Martin, it just brings me back to my favorite movie, Shrek. <laughs> I just can't wait for that either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, they, they killed it. I think it's so fun that they like went on tour together. Um, I feel like some of the like Latina girlies should do something like that. That would be so sick, but who would it, who would you think like JLo, Shakira, Shakira. and who else? I don't know. Did they have an opener or did it just start with? No, it started with Pitbull. So it's like act one intermission act two intermission act three telling so, me pitbull is the opener well it's not the opener they're all like equivalent but he went first and yeah it was pitbull then enrique and then ricky and at first i was like i can't believe pitbull isn't the last one but honestly i feel like it flowed really well like you'll okay. see when you go i don't know if they change it up or if it's the same like everywhere enrique Pitbull and then Ricky Martin because like Ricky Martin is like the oh like he is the t- late 90s early 2000s yeah. king like he you know one of the I feel like a big reason that a lot of Latino men can come out and like a little problematic but he's like the OG he's like yeah one there okay also though the fact that he's 52 like I'll send you one of the videos that man looks 40 maybe and is I'm like, like the Botox or like how he like can be on stage for an hour. I don't know. I think all the things. Like I mean, he was moving. That man was moving across the stage. But yeah, I think like his. I'm sure it's like plastic surgery. But you know, maybe those Latino genes are doing something for him. I will say, no offense, Mister 305. He's the youngest one of the three of them, and he looks okay. the oldest. Like, I looked it up, Enrique's, like, 48 or something, and then Pitbull's, like, 42, and Ricky's 52, and I'm like, "Mm, 
it's all like the living all like the living till tomorrow he says it he says it yeah no that man that man has seen some things also that man does not get botox yeah i don't think so like he's not one to strike me as like but i don't know i could be wrong anyways um that's that's me um, we have to take a second to celebrate our babas today because this month they turn 18 months, which I feel like is a huge milestone. Why did that make me want to cry? I'm like, oh my God. Mason is 18 months today. Still knows wow. like, but I saw him earlier today. My dad brought him by. He is, he was giving me kisses. He is still a little sick. So he has some mm-hmm. snots, boogies coming out. It was kind of gross, but kind of cute. Like when babies are sick, it's like so gross because it's like it'll grow an immune system but like also when they have like they'll stop like uh, but like oh <laughs> yeah well luna turned 18 months in january so she's um, she's there um and week. she was also really sick she even had to go to the er she had oh. like a stomach blue bug something which was so sad we would like facetime her and she you know she's like such a happy baby she's always like singing and laughing and she was just like staring at the camera like i hate my life and i was like oh my god traveling back huh was it from traveling back no she's just like around other kids and so you know like everything just gets spread like freaking fire yeah Yeah. had pink eye a couple weeks ago and he had to go to the emergency room and then mm. he was miserable like you could see he was crying his eye and it was disc i didn't see him he was at his dad's house but yeah, yeah it feels like i have to like go through everyone i texted his dad i have my dad i'm like bring mace it feels like i'm on a secret mission but like it's worth it they're always worth it yeah and then luciana's good i'm gonna see her today she's she's just so little you know and i feel like at that age like they don't really do much so i really enjoy napping with her that's our thing we take naps together um but yeah my sister is like ridiculous and dresses her in like the cutest outfits ever like she's like a little doll she was wearing like a little like a beret the other day and i'm like you're crazy but i love it we have a very different episode than how we've been acting (laughs) it could go both ways anyways for those of you that listened to last week's episode featuring janet um it was a really great conversation if you haven't listened to it go back right now and listen to it and then come back to this episode. But we touched on a lot of important things in that conversation that we wanted to kind of keep going and share more of our perspective on. Um, because obviously, when we have guests, we want to prioritize their stories and, and everything that they have to share. So um, we kind of opened the door to talk about body image and self-love and just like our process with learning to accept who we are and what we look like and how hard that is to do in the community and in the society that we live in in general. So that's what we're going to get into this episode. Um, I think both of us have a lot to share. Um, It may be difficult at some points as we like think back to certain things, but we're going to be open. We're going to be honest and we hope this this does something for all of you. So 
Well, let's start with, I think a lot of self-love comes from inner child work. And I know that's something you've worked with. So like, even starting from the beginning, I think that talking about who your inner child is and who you are as a child and like, um, and I think that's the hardest part, right? It's just like thinking back because I can tell you the moment that I wanted to become this confident person or like that I was working towards that or, you know, what I do today. But it really stems from trying to heal this inner child in me that was different, um, was kind of always the odd one out and like picked as different. Like even in like middle school, I was like dorky and I had glasses and braces and I don't know, I just didn't socially get it. And that was kind of like a punch in the gut for a long time. Like I was told to like, I remember in high in middle school, my sixth grade math teacher told me that I needed to put a filter on. Oh, in front of the whole class. Yikes, dude. Can you imagine what that does to a thir- a 12-year-old girl? Yeah. Like, so that, you know, and, and then having kids see that and stuff. And so I think for me, like, my inner child is someone who is very savvy and likes to do not... Like, I wasn't really girly as a kid, but now I like more of that stuff. But, like, playing into, or not playing into, but, like, it's just really someone who needs to, like, who likes to voice things and, like, say what's on her mind and on her chest. And when people try to, like, diminish that, like, that puts my confidence down. That's, like, a really gut punch. And understanding, like, okay, yeah, in society there's things that we say and we don't say and blah, blah, blah. Like, but also that's society's fucking problem not mine and and I think there's a way to talk to people in a way but like when it comes to just like about myself and like things like that like yeah I think I'm very like on a like I just I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas and a lot of opinions and like for me being confident is, is just expressing that and sharing that of course in like a respectful way but I feel like I'm also saying respectful way it's just because of like the society Mm-hmm. that we lived in so to my sixth grade math teacher i hate you um i hope fsu loses every single year for the rest of your life because he was a big fsu fan and that was really fucking rude of you so that's kind of where i don't know i'm starting i feel like my adhd kicked in for a second because i got <laughs> yeah you kind of lost me for a second but we're back um I think that's right. I mean, I think that a lot of it does have to start with like who we were as kids and how we grew up because that's where we learn all of the stuff that we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you see things around you, you hear things, you want to look like the people that you see in the shows that you like, or you hear people that you look up to maybe like, you know, moms and sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles around you who like are also modeling behavior, right? Like if people are saying like, I hate, like, que gorda me veo, or like, I, you know, I look so fat and like, I can't wear this because my body looks like this. And like, you're a kid sitting in that room being like, oh yeah, well, damn, like, I guess I should not like the way that I look or like, I can't wear that either, you know? And so I feel like it's really formative. And that's something that we talked to Janet about, right? About like modeling behavior and like thinking about, you know, Luna and Lucy and Mason and however many more babies come along to just be like, I don't want, I don't want them to feel that way. Like I want them to feel beautiful and loved and accepted and just like good about themselves from an early age, you know? And, and I feel like that has to come from like the adults that are in the room too. Yeah. Your words definitely like 
they hurt like sticks and stones but also in the latin community there's that first of all there's that whole like kind of backhanded mm-hmm. oh, eating oh did you eat like a lot of different stuff with food and you can never win right like it's like either you're skinny and you're and you're dying or you're over like you're quote-unquote overweight and you need to stop like eating and then but also it's rude when you go to someone's house and they offer you food and you say no and like the health standard is just very different especially when and when you like come to a different country and the medical system is different and it's just like so many like rules and silent rules and you're like like I definitely had body dysmorphia growing up like I look at myself and look at pictures I'm like even from like beginning of college i'm like whoa and that's when i was like and i look at the times that i was obsessed with food and stuff like too and there's just this culture of like well we don't make different meals for everyone and it's like okay then stop making comments and mm-hmm. oh you're gordita like oh if i call you gordita it's because you're really skinny and like we're just like poking fun but if i call you flaca it's because we're also poking fun and like that's not why you look and it's just like all very condescending and all very um frustrating Yeah. I mean, making comments, I feel like is so ingrained in the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like anytime you see someone at a holiday or a party or an event, they're going to say something about your body. They're going to say something about how you look, whether they think it's a compliment or not, right? Like sometimes it's like, oh, you've put on some weight or other times it's like, oh my God, you look so skinny. Like what have you been doing? And it's just like, like I'm stressed and I'm starving myself. Like, thank you. Yeah. Enough. Like enough. And it's just, it's such a part of the culture, right? Like dieting and like all the things like I feel like diet culture is so tied to Mm -hmm. Latino culture in so many different ways and what's crazy to me is that I feel like not to make it like super political but like at the end of the day like I feel like a lot of like our community is like naturally either curvy or like exist in bigger bodies or just like you know like look a certain way and because of like white supremacy, we're made to believe that like you have to be stick thin and that is like the only version of you that is like desirable, right? But then like if you have curves, you have to have certain types of curves, right? Like you have to have big boobs, but like a skinny waist and like a big butt because that's what like men are into and like all this stuff, right? So like you can never win if you are like anywhere that is outside of like what you see in the novelas or what you would see on TV growing up. Right. But like, it's kind of like, that's not real. Like that's not what we all look like. That is not reflective of like, if you put all of us in a room, like, what do you see? Like, it's not those two like stark contrasts, you know? I think like even just a couple months ago, definitely within the time frame that I've moved here, um, I was at my grandfather's house and an old family friend, like, uh, like does the housekeeping and especially after my abuela died because my grandfather doesn't know a pot from a pan and she was like oh you look a lot smaller than you do on facebook i go like (laughs) thank you like right like it's 2024 like come on people um and i like i don't know it's just it felt very bad like it's just it's always backhanded they are always backhanded compliments that like they think they're doing something and it's just like actually you just made me feel like shit so thank you and there's also like also something that 
is really interesting now, especially on social media, is self-tanning and tanning Mm. and that kind of like desire to be darker, but also that we're having a a certain shade. It has to be like the perfect shade. Cocoa, brown, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, I remember one time I was sitting in human geography and I had a great teacher. He was very smart and just like, in in many different ways and my friend and I were talking about tanning I was like oh I really want to tan like get some sun this was like back in high school and he's like it's interesting now as you talk because back in slavery you did not want to tan you did not want to be in the sun because you will be no like confused for like slaves are the ones that were darker because they were out in the sun all day and things like that and it's like but at the same time again we're like trying to put everyone in a box of like you have to have these curves and those curves and you have to be tan but not this tan and you have to mm-hmm. not have a double chin but like i don't it's just i mean ugh. that's like the complexity of our community right is that like you mm-hmm. can't even just be like of most communities i feel like but you know like we're the geographical spread of Latin America is like ridiculous, you know? And so like someone who lives on the coast and is like in the sun all the time is probably going to be darker than someone who lives somewhere like where the sun isn't as strong Mm -hmm. and like, you're not outside as much and like whatever, you know, but then like making that into like a desirability thing or like what is beautiful or what is accepted is like lighter skin, but then having so many members of the community who aren't fair skinned, you know? And so it's just kind of like how, not how did that become the standard? Cause we know, right. And like, we understand history and we understand racism and we understand colorism and all the things, but it's just like, why are we still like pushing that narrative, you know? And it's like, and yeah, it's like when we do talk about representation, it isn't just to be like representation matters, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, yeah. Like when you look at all the actors who are on TV, like pretty much all of them are like white passing or, you know, super light. And then you're supposed to think like, that's the most beautiful woman and the most handsome man in the community because they're on TV, you know? And so it's just like, you grow up with all this stuff. You grow up seeing things about Fajas, like shapewear, you know, like Fajas in the community, like we're keeping these people in business, you know? And it's like, why would like new concept, like why would a like, eight-year-old, 10-year-old girl be, like, wearing a faja. Like, that is ridiculous, bro. Like, as a kid, though, like, at least in Miami and, like, where it's very, it was pretty normal, like. That's what I'm saying, but that's a problem. Like, it is normal. It is, like, oh, yeah, like, at that age. Like, I was... I was young, like before, I don't know, just the influx of people coming and I don't know where the obsession with weight comes from in like Latin culture, like realistically, like where, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a, an, like an Americanized concept of like, now that I, you know, a lot of people have migrated over and things like that, but like, I don't know. No, I don't think it even is. I mean, I think that is like a whole nother beast, but I'm like, if you go, if you talk to people from like our home countries, like the same obsession is there and the same like desire to look a certain way. And it is like, it's so deep, like, you know, and it's not to say that like in other communities, like they don't care as much about weight. Cause I've heard stories from across the board, no matter what race you are, or, like what ethnic group you come from, where it like is such a big deal. But I feel like for us, it's just like, I can't remember a time where like 
I wasn't thinking about or like someone wasn't saying something about my body, you know? Girl, same. I cannot remember the last time I didn't think about a food that was good or bad. And even to this day, like it's still I still have negative thoughts about food, about my body. And like, yes, I can handle it better now. But like, I don't think there'll ever be. I don't know if there'll ever be a day where I don't want to be thinner. Mm. Or, like, lose weight or, like, like, I love working out and I love running. But, like, when I don't run, I gain weight and I don't feel good. And I think there's a lot to, like, behind that of, like, of, like our, I don't know. It's just so, it's hard. And from, yeah, I, like, from a very young age, I don't, I don't remember, like, someone not talking about weight or, like, and I can't even tell you, like, the first time I heard it. And I think it just comes from just, like, comparison. I think it just starts mm-hmm. with, like, small voices in our head about comparison and then um and I think too like moms and abuelas especially those with abuelas that are very prominent in our life they just like want to make us happy and like at least my abuela she didn't grow up with she didn't grow up with or she didn't raise girls until my sister and I and so she would do anything to like what we wanted to hear sometimes and like make us happy and sometimes it fed into like the worst of that but I, yeah, it's just, I think it comes from like the comparison and kind of like, why do they look skinnier, or, like getting more attention? And then mm-hmm. that's a different layer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think comparison is like the biggest culprit and like the biggest like taker of the happiness is like one way to put it. And I think like you just see people and you're like, I wish I looked like that or like mm-hmm. I should look like that, you know? And I've never never been skinny a day in my life. Like truly that has never been my story. And I used to hate that so much. And just like, it was like the biggest insecurity that I had, you know, and what is skinny? Well, you know what skinny is like, come on, like, we know what it is. We know what everyone says. I'm not trying to say that in like a just like going back to comparison, like, yeah, if, if these people wouldn't have said, if they even would have said anything and I didn't care, it wouldn't bother me. But the fact that it does bother me, it's because I care. And it's like, yeah, I'm already thinking these thoughts. I don't need them out loud kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, back to what I was saying is like when you don't exist in in those bodies, like it just feels like you're just kind of like, that's never going to be my reality. You know, like that is never going to be who I am. You can diet, you can work out every day. And I did do all those things, you know, like I did do the fad diets. I did do like the working out to punish myself. Like I did all the things that like I thought I needed to do to like be skinny and like be therefore be desirable in like any kind of way, you know, and then it just like never happened. And I was just miserable for years. And I feel like the It didn't like, and I said this, I think when we talked to Janet was like, I feel like I didn't like come out of that until I was like in college or like, you know, like outside of, of a certain environment where like I had people around me that were like, you don't have to be skinny. And just like other young women, you know, who like were struggling and like had been told a lot of things and like doing that work together. And I do think that like social media can be super toxic and and make you feel worse, but also it can be an opportunity for you to see like something different, you know? And I feel like for me, when I started following models and influencers who like were 
bigger sizes or who like existed in bodies that like I hadn't seen represented before was like when I first started being like, wow, like I think she's beautiful. And like, I think she looks amazing. And like, you know, and not even to be like in comparison the other way, but like, right, like I wish I looked like that, you know? And then it's like, you see bodies that look like yours and you're like, I think it looks so beautiful on you. And like, I think your body is like, amazing or whatever, which again, we can talk about like removing worth from body as well. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you've been taught that, like you continue to do that. So I feel like seeing them and then being like, well, I feel like my body like kind of looks like that. So why can I like appreciate it on someone else and like hate it on myself, you know? And then it's just like, you go through that process. And for me, it really was like social media and like my Instagram and like posting about body image and like for better or for worse, like I definitely feel like the Aerie program like really helped me along in that journey because I made it a priority to like share about my body and be like, I appreciate my body and its strength and the way that it looks. And like, I can wear this even if I have rolls or if I have cellulite or if it doesn't look the way that it looks somewhere else. And I feel like going into Aerie or like scrolling online and seeing their models who like don't all look a certain way, or at least like in the past didn't, I don't know what their deal is now, but I was like, oh my God, like that was truly life-changing for me, you know? And so I feel like I just, I want more of that, you know, like I want young girls to be able to see other bodies and not necessarily be like, ugh, you know, like, so that was a ramble. I don't even know where I was going, (laughs) but I do feel like sharing like your stories and like your journey with body image and like getting to a better place with yourself makes such a difference because it made such a difference in my life. And I feel like through me sharing my story, like it also made a difference in other people's lives who would like reach out to me and be like, wow, like that really meant something to me, you know? So I think like creating positive narratives to like combat all of the negative ones that we grew up with is like really important. So there's my rant. <laughs> Thank you for ranting. As I hear you talk, I, I I feel like we have very different experiences in a good way because I've always like even when I see some models I'm like, well, everything kind of goes together. You know, even like bigger models, like every curve and things like that's mm-hmm. it's beautiful and and I always felt like, well, I just look like I have like my like stomach sticking out and that's like my biggest insecurity is my stomach and like just looking like everything is like fine and then it's like this one eyesore oh and I have a health and wellness certificate like I know I'm very like I do a lot of research on like wellness things and stuff and like there's a lot to do with like stress and where you hold stress for me my biggest like hope for the future is that we stop thinking of like food and exercise as like good and bad mm-hmm. and like really enjoy food because I can sit here and I can I can be like yeah I can eat nothing but chicken and lettuce and carrots and juice and 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 run and do Pilates and and do all these things and yeah in, in six weeks I'll lose some weight but like also I'm gonna gain it right back a lot of what I work towards every day and a lot of the guilt to this day that I have is like well I shouldn't eat that you know I don't feel good but it's just like enjoy your life enjoy 
the food that you like, enjoy the workouts that you like, like exercise because it makes you feel good because it's good for your bones, because it's good for your muscles, because, you know, you'll be able to get things done without a man, like things like that, like exercise because it's good for your mental health. Mm -hmm. It's good that, you know, you won't go, you won't have all these diseases and ailments later in life. Eat food that you love but also eat healthy foods because again like it will like i have high cholesterol like it's just genetic like i've gone to every doctor and they're like lowering your cholesterol i'm like no because you're going to trigger my eating disorder basically like and so like that's like kind of my wish for the features like enjoy the foods that you like yes eat the rainbow eat delicious foods but because they are good and because it's fun to make and because there's so much culture in especially as a latin culture there's so many memories of yeah making platanos or making tostones or us making empanadas together with just cream cheese because at a young age like she knew we didn't like guava and she would like mark them or you know there's cute pictures of my sister and i like baking cakes and having frosting all over like my grandfather was a chef and like he would make the best lasagna and my quinceanera like everyone loved his lasagna like do those things because like to enjoy your life not because you're trying to get to a goal and there's so many times that i regret like that i did not enjoy not that i don't i regret them but i did not enjoy as much because i Mm -hmm. thought about food and like exercise or like things like that like take care of yourself because you love yourself and because you want to be able to do the things that you want to do and hike if you want to hike mount everest like to all power but like restricting yourself because you want to look like somebody else is like the most miserable way to live yeah i mean and give yourself grace through that because i feel like there are going to be so many different points in your life where like that feels easier to do and i feel like for me now i feel in such a better place where like i haven't had a thought like that in so long that I can't even remember when, you know, I, I literally do eat whatever I want. I, you know, exercise when it makes sense for me to exercise. And like, I think for mental health reasons, like I should be doing it more, but you know, like work gets crazy and then you have life and you're like, I don't have time. And instead of being like, Oh my God, I didn't work out. And like, I'm a terrible person and I hate myself. Like, it's just like, it's okay. It didn't happen this week. It'll happen next week or whenever it makes sense for me, you know? like exercising there's so many ways that we can get our body to be active and like well yeah it's just like you got to find what works for you and it's not always like high intensity going to the gym and going on a five mile run and like you really could just like take a walk or you know stretch or whatever it is that makes sense for you you know but it is like I say that to say not like oh I'm doing so well now but really just like it does give people hope to know that like if you are in like a terrible place or not a terrible place but if you are in a place where like you are putting so much value into that or like you're really obsessing over the things that you're eating and how you move your body and how often you do it like there is a possibility of coming out of that and you may come out of it and you know be like what I'm saying and just like eat whatever you want do whatever you want and then go back to that at some point because something triggers you or something happens and now you're 
you're like thinking about your body in all these ways. And like, you know, it just really is like, you have to like have a strong relationship with yourself and like trust with yourself and like value within yourself because people are always going to say something and people are always going to think that like you should be a certain way or you should look a certain way or this is beautiful and that's not beautiful or this is good and this is bad. And like, if you don't have a relationship with yourself where like you can, you can say like, that's not my story. Like that is not who I am. This is who I am. This is what you get, whether you like it or not. Like it's going to affect you every time, which is why like for me, I'm like, it's the most important relationship you have is with yourself and like building up that confidence and support. And I think like there are extremes and like, I feel like I went to the extreme where I was like, self-love, self-love, like the only thing that matters is like what I think about myself. And then it's like, you kind of start to realize like, yeah, like sometimes you do enjoy validation from other people or like, you know, someone giving you a compliment or like making you feel good about yourself. Like that is also good and fine, you know, but it really is like, you have to have a strong foundation with yourself to be able to be like, oh, someone told me like, I should be wearing, you know, two sizes down. Like, okay, that's your opinion. That has nothing to do with me. You know, a lot of people's negative opinions are really and because I am guilty of this is because they're not comfortable with themselves and Mm -hmm. they're not because I 100% like right now at a place and I would never I I don't think I was at a place where I would say things like directly. I mean, we all have our cheese made time and things, but especially when it comes to someone's appearance, the times where I was like, I don't like I don't know how to say this in that like a weird way but like the times I've had opinions about other people that weren't good it's because I was not okay with myself and that hasn't really been my story in my adult life like that was more like high school and things and it's like if someone's trying to like bring you down it's because they want you to come down with them right like Mm -hmm. they're already down and they're pulling you down with them so I like if someone says something negative to you or about you, I know it's easier said than done to like let it roll, but like journal how it made you feel, journal yeah. what you would say to them, and then just like pray for them and wish them the best. Send them La Guadalupe, like let them, you know, it's that's their journey. Yeah. Um, and you will find that the people that you that love you and like love you for who you are will give you that validation, but not even in the sense of like, oh, you're so pretty or oh, this and that. Like I even a couple weeks ago, I told my boyfriend I needed to lose weight. And he's like, I like you just the way you are. And it's like, thank you. Like, I never thought I would hear that from a guy because my whole life I'm like, well, I date more when I'm skinnier and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like, And that hit like us being together really has nothing to do with my weight journey, my wellness journey. It has to do with my self-love journey. Mm -hmm. Like once I was like done putting up with other people's crap and realizing that I'm nuts, but also like people who people who want to be with you will be with you and like things like that. That's another that's another topic for another day. But like once my identity was secure and my self-love was secure and I was just like in me mode and like you know, wanting to lift others up and not, you know, and lift myself up. That's when that relationship came into my life. And yeah, and like, again, people are just like, people project a lot. I've done yeah. it. I'm sure I can't talk for Fatima, but like, I've seen other people do it. 
people project and unfortunately just that's just how the world is and that's how we have we cope and like that's because not everyone is in therapy because when you're in therapy and you can not project but you can say those thoughts into somebody else like it it helps a lot yeah no a hundred percent i also think like going back to what you said about like what your boyfriend said to you it's like it's okay to want that you know i feel like i i very rarely got compliments on like my appearance and I feel like I always got compliments on like my character or like oh you're so smart or like oh you're so talented or like you know things like that and I'm like that's nice but like I think it would be nice to be told like you look beautiful or like you know like things like that that I think it's like I tried to reject that so much when I was going through my self-love journey because I wasn't getting that around me so I was like I don't need that like I need to tell myself I look good and I need to tell myself I look beautiful and like as someone who loves fashion and like puts so much thought into like the things that I wear and like how I show up like yeah it is nice to hear like I love your outfit. You look good. And none of those things have anything to do with like your body or your skin tone or your hair or like, you know, things like that, that like are also struggles. Like, I feel like we talk about body image in the sense of like, literally like our physical body, but like I've struggled with like, not wearing makeup and like embracing my bare face or like my natural hair or like, you know, people who like struggle with body hair or like their nails or, you know, like everyone has their own insecurity about like anything and everything. And it's like, it's important to acknowledge like the full range of that and also be like, I can accept myself and I can love myself and I can do all that work internally, but it's okay to like want other people to support you in that journey and to like lift you up and hype you up because it does feel nice you know yeah definitely and i think too like that's where social media comes in as a clutch no one knows your character how smart you are on social media like no like literally maybe two percent of the people that follow me that don't know me have had a conversation well i would say maybe one percent in the last year have a conversation with me have had a conversation with me and like that's one thing that i've loved doing the podcast is like my personality um sometimes doesn't shine through in a way that is organic because it's not social media isn't organic at all and it's so easy when people are like you're pretty you're pretty you're pretty mm-hmm. you look so good blah 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 like, you know and so like that's where it's kind of like a blessing and a curse like do things because you enjoy it and it makes you happy and like if getting your nails done and putting acrylics or if curling your hair or straightening it and like you know not whatever it is you know or if I want to get Botox and if I want to get lipo under my chin like if that brings me joy that's great but it has to come from a place of like with or without it I'd be fine yeah I just I can do it I'm I realize that I I can make these changes um I think it's super important because at like modern medicine like you can be a different person you know yeah that acceptance has to come first I think like you have to accept like who you are and what you look like and if it's like yeah I like this on me and not that but not because I hate myself like a certain way you know like it really is just like yeah like I think this is fun and good and it like adds something where it like makes me happy or you know whatever like instead of a place of hate like have it come from a place of like love and just wanting wanting something different definitely gonna you know 
I think that self-love and confidence are a little different in that sense of like, it, that's going to make you feel more confident and make you feel more confident in a presentation or going on dates or things like that, then go for it. Get whatever you want to get done. Do whatever you want to do. But like, and then self-love is that inner like, but are you still like, still have that love for yourself if all those things like went away? Mm -hmm. uh, how would you feel, right? Like maybe you're not as confident to go up on stage, but like you're secure. I think it's like about security too. Like, and that can be another trauma topic, but <laughs> I would love to end with like just advice, I guess, or like what you do currently to kind of support your journey with this or what helps you feel better or just, yeah, like general, general advice for people on their own journeys. I think that for me, a lot of it has been, I'm going to be honest, a lot of lately has been from financial security and I think that plays a big role in all of this too like for the first time in my life I am financially secure and that has helped me because now I'm able to do some of the things and again it just helps build that confidence wise like I love the clean girl aesthetic everything shower looking good a set also like self-love is kind of just like ingrained in me and I think the advice like I really don't I don't really have anything that like I do day to day now because I worked on it so long and what I did in college was one I surrounded myself with people that I could be unapologetically myself and I could mess up and that meant like really keeping my ties close to my friends from home because I don't think nobody knows me like my friends from like high school that I'm still friends with. And I think that was really important to me coming back and like kind of having like a, a, a re a renaissance to me. I feel like I'm in my renaissance era. Slay. I love that for me. Not like, <laughs> just like what it means for Renaissance. I'm I'm art. I think it just took a lot of therapy. It took a lot of healing grief. It took a lot of inner child healing and reminding myself that like the shit you did in high school and the shit you did in middle school like doesn't fucking matter anymore. That was a big one for me was just like really letting go of that. And I was actually watching Big Mouth and it was an episode where Gina hooks up with one of the guys and she's called a slut and it brought me back real <laughs> bad. And I was like not all there in the head at that time. So I was like, oh my God. But then like taking a deep breath and being like, I don't even remember. Like I'm watching this now and it kind of hits back. But like it's in my day-to-day -day life, like this stuff doesn't bother me. It doesn't, you know, like I forgive myself. I've made mistakes. Like I'm human and I need to be loved. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I hate that I don't have a great answer because it's different for everybody. Yeah. And it's just something that it's just like it's a habit. Self-love can become a habit. You just have to do it every single day, whether that's looking yourself in the mirror and saying I'm a boss ass bitch, whether that's therapy, whether that's, you know, I think taking care of something else, like taking care of a dog really helps build some <laughs> self-love because you 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 lose patience and you are like what you know and it just helps you like build patience and grace and i think self-love isn't just it self-love is a formula it's like patience plus grace plus like acceptance mm -hmm. body love with a dash of this you know like and it's finding like what your equation is that's a good way of putting it 
Yeah. I mean, I think like it is deeply personal. So I feel like you have to find what works for you. But I think for me, the biggest thing in my journey has been boundary setting. And it's the hardest thing in the world to do, especially with like people around you, right? But like shutting down when people are making comments about your body or anyone else's. Like I feel like for me, it's it's so anti who I am. And so I feel like if I'm in a space where someone is making comments about someone else's body, I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like we're not doing this, you know? And I feel like it is really hard because you're having to like stand up and like fight back against like people who you love and care about. And that's like super awkward. But I feel like I've seen such a difference even within my family on like how much is said about bodies and like how much of an emphasis is put on it. And like there have been times now where like extended family members like try to say something about my body and my mom like jumps in and is like, don't do that. Or like, oh, everyone's, you know, everyone's body is different or just like things that I'm like, you learned that from me. And like, that means a lot to me that like you're trying to put in the work to like make my like make me feel more comfortable and like safe to just be. Um, And like I said, I feel like fashion is like really big for me. So I feel like finding things that I can wear that make me feel really confident and make me feel good. And it doesn't have to be a certain look that I see on someone else. It really is just like I go and I try stuff on and like I like this on my body. I don't like that on my body. And that's fine. You know, it has nothing to do with like my worth if something doesn't fit the way I want it to or like anything like that, you know, but I feel like it's like a really powerful way of self-expression and just like, you know, making yourself feel good when like I'm having a bad day and like I don't feel good, but then I dress up and like that makes me feel good. It's like just such a shift in my energy, you know? And I feel like just surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good about like who you are. Um Yeah, I mean, I think like Anais and I hype each other up and like, you know, I'm so grateful for like all of the friends that I have and just in general, the people around me who like are always making me feel like the best version of myself. I feel like it's just so healthy and so like supportive and it makes you feel so loved that like it does make it easier for you to love yourself and for you to like go through that journey if you have people around you who are like really supporting that. Um But yeah, you know, I'm in therapy, you know, I'm putting in the work (laughs) to like unlearn a lot of things. So it's a messy process. But like I said, giving yourself grace through it and just being like, today, I may have had a good day with self love and tomorrow it might be terrible. And I might go back into some of the toxic thinking that I had before. And like, it's okay. We can always try again. So I think too, just having a response it's having a a toolbox of responses. If I'm feeling like this, then I know I'm like I said on the podcast last week, if I if a dress doesn't fit, I'm not gonna go and, you know, throw a fit or cry or eat or work out. I'm going to simply print that label, return it back, have a deep breath, remind myself that it's like not it's like things like that are like, when I do feel like, you know, I have gained weight, I mean, I remind that's another thing too. like when I when I've gained weight, I'm like, well, you know what? Like I went on vacation and we had all this food and, or like, you know, Daniel's been sick. So we haven't really been going like, not that they're excuses, but they're like, look at what you've done or eaten or accomplished or, you know, 
maybe you're running around with work, but you really just like I just hit a milestone at work. And it's like, well, I haven't been working out because I've been working so much and I've been you know, I accomplished this and I'm proud of this, or I got to go to all these meals with these people I haven't seen. And, you know, that's really great. Or like, you know, it's when I live in Chicago, it's been like, well, it's, it's just too cold for me to go outside. Like I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that, you know? And like, I think I just have a toolbox of responses or like kind of like action plans. I feel like I have a little, like little, like yeah like little action like step by step like okay this happens like this is what we're not gonna do and this is what we are gonna do kind of thing yeah yeah I mean one big thing for me is that like I never weigh myself I haven't owned a scale in years and I feel like that was so transformative for me because there was a point where I was weighing myself every single morning and it's like it goes up by like fucking 0.5 pounds and you're like oh my god I hate my you know like and it's just so terrible and it's like I've asked my doctor is not to yeah either i always exactly yeah so if you didn't know that is an option like you your doctors don't have to tell you what numbers on the scale but now it really is just like i'm listening to my body and being responsive to it you know like if i put an outfit on and i'm like "Mm, this this is a little loose on me now. Like maybe I should size down or like, Ooh, like this feels a little tighter. Like maybe I should get another size, you know, like to me, like none of those hold any value either way. It's just kind of like, that's the reality of like how my body's functioning right now. And it's chill and I'm going to be responsive to it and do whatever it is that I need to do to like, you know, fix that or whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, this was a really great conversation. I feel like Fatima has a new glow to her. I love when I yeah. record these episodes with her and I can tell that she's very, she's opening up and, and talking about her experiences, which is important and it's fun. Not maybe not fun, but it's, it is fun in a way, but <laughs> it's, it's very um, rewarding to see when someone you love like can open up like that. And um, I just love having Fatima as a friend because one, she's always she's always like my moral guide I feel like like I look for her for like like is this just the millennial in me is like is this, <laughs> is this right like can I say this but also in terms of like hyping each other up and I don't know now I'm just gonna go on a little tangent about Fatima Stop. but um I love you girly I love you uh I know I've been like unhinged today but like life is kind of unhinged and like that's where we come on here and just like talk about the unhingedness because I don't know. This is why we're not, we never want to be an interview only podcast because we, we got shit going on too. Um, (laughs) But if you want to interview us on your podcast, like we're down, hit us up. But we're going to take her home country road, taking home. There it is. It can't be an episode if we don't sing. I belong by the time you listen to this. It will almost be my birthday. Woo! Make sure you go comment on this girl's post and say happy birthday to her. This is gonna look fire. My birthday. Oh yeah. Favorite fit of the year. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, any any who's and what's has. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cassie Adulting Ed Podcast give it a rate give it a review i think we have like 12 reviews which is incredible i hope you enjoy this episode of (laughs) podcast we are really appreciative that you're here and keep on listening and send this to someone who could use some more love whether that's self-love or love from another and And make sure you follow us on instagram at cassie adulting pod and let us know what you want to hear about who you want to hear from 
And if I should be on American Idol. Mm. Vote in the comments. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Bye.